we're back with another episode of Conversations and Connections, the official podcast for the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. I'm Stuart Burson, the Prevention Coordinator for the agency. With me today is our very own, well, I say our very own because we share Kim Riddle with Harold's House. Uh, but Kim Riddle's with us. She's our resident SANE nurse. Uh, Kim, it's been a crazy week. It has been a crazy week. <laughs> you know, we we barely uh, we almost missed each other today with uh, with recording the podcast, but uh, I am glad that you have been able to to uh, come here because uh, I want to talk a little bit about um, just the general topic of dating violence, but teen dating violence. Um, you know, I think a lot of times. Um, I know this is a topic that you really have a passion and a heart for. I know you talk to students about this uh, all the time. Absolutely. Stuart, we know that teen dating violence, this is physical, sexual, or psychological, emotional abuse within a dating relationship among adolescents. Um, And and it's a huge problem in our community. Well, and, and the thing I want people to understand is when a lot of folks think about relationship violence or quote unquote domestic violence, you know, um, well, when they talk about relationship, domestic violence comes to mind, which, you know, you have automatically it come, your thoughts turn to adult couples or married couples and the guy with the undershirt on that's physically punching his wife and, and things like that. But something that I think uh, that is often looked is dating violence amongst teens. I don't know if people really think about that. I I feel like there is not enough education on this topic. Uh, we have children who maybe they're growing up in an abusive home, and so <clears throat> they're perpetrating violence on their partners, or maybe this is something some learned behavior that they've they've watched on TV or even amongst their peers. And, um, and it's more than like your, the example that you gave it, it can be, uh, just that controlling behavior, right? um, controlling where their boyfriend or girlfriend goes, um, for lunch or who they talk to at school or what they wear. And, um, we know domestic violence, sexual assault, um, all of these things, um, violence, uh, power and control plays a role in all of these types of violence. So, and it's the same for children. I mean, there's no difference. So, um, adolescents um, are are becoming adults, and so they're trying to develop their relationships. And so, if they don't know what a healthy relationship is, and this is what they're seeing, um, then maybe they feel like this is normal. And so, yeah. we've got to talk to them and let them understand that. This is not a normal, loving, healthy relationship when you are uh, abusive towards another. Yeah, yeah. Do you know by chance how how common is this dating violence amongst teens? One in three adolescents will be a victim of some form of violence by a partner. Wow. Wow. Do they? That seems that's such a one in three is a lot when you think about it, and. Is it that much? Do, do they realize that when this happens to them, that this is a that, that, that this is not right? 
I mean, it just makes you wonder if after you, you you talk about the media's influence or what they see on TV or in other relationships, maybe at home or whatever. Well, this is normal. You know, this is the way it's supposed to be. Absolutely. I don't know. And and you know, I think in in our world, our world is obviously changing. Um, some for the better, some not for the better. Yeah. And uh, maybe in a different time, we had more of a community that embrace those loving, healthy relationships. And so um, I feel like things have changed quite a bit. And and so maybe kids are not having those role models to just kind of help them understand what a good relationship is. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> it's it's hard for us to realize that we actually maybe need to educate them on what that is. We think that that should be an automatic, that how we sure. want to be treated, but that's not necessarily the the fact yeah um kids need to know what what is acceptable you know what is okay what what is an abusive relationship and what is a healthy relationship now i know for a fact you have gone to some high schools uh in the past to talk to the students about teen dating violence and and, in other groups how do you address this topic to teens and i mean how do you get the point across to them well, we, we first want them to know that everyone deserves to be in a relationship where there is love, there is mutual respect, um, that they can be an individual within that, that relationship. They don't have to mold to become something or someone else. And um, and really, I, I feel like that adolescents are, are pretty receptive. They have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so we want to be that person that they can come and ask and get the right answers because we know Google, uh, people Google everything, and sometimes Google's going to give you a great answer and sometimes it's not. Yeah, you can't rely on Google to be the authority on yeah, exactly. anything you want to ask it, right? Uh, so you did say that they are, are they are fairly receptive to the message, I guess, when you come talk to them. They right. are, yes. And they generally have questions. Okay. Um, and sometimes they will uh, speak up and even talk about different situations maybe they have been in or their friends have been in. And um, and they really were not sure. They knew that it wasn't the best relationship, but maybe didn't really give it the term an abusive relationship. Yeah. And um, so it's, it can be enlightening to them to hear what an abusive relationship, what does that entail? Well, so many times, and now you and I both know, we've talked so many times uh, about this. I mean, not necessarily between us, but with other folks. An abusive relationship doesn't necessarily mean physically abusive. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not just that you're going to have that black eye. Yeah. Um, You may have uh, a boyfriend or girlfriend that calls you names, or they put you down in front of others. Yeah. And um, they're maybe they're extremely jealous, and they don't want you talking to anyone else. They, and maybe they're going to say, "Well, but I want you all to myself because I love you so much." But that controlling behavior is unhealthy. Yeah, um, we we should love one another and still be able to give them that space. Um, and they also may make excuses for themselves. Um, maybe they will tell you that the reason they got so angry is because you looked at that other boy walking down the hallway, right? And yeah. um, and then, so the reason they got so angry is because they love you and you shouldn't have been looking at that other person. 
And so that's some of that control and placing that blame on the victim. And then the victim maybe um, starts to believe that. Well, sure. yeah, maybe maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should just look down walking down the hallway. And maybe I should not hang out with my old friends. Or maybe I should quit basketball or softball and um, devote all of my time to this partner and um, and that is that's not healthy. We yeah. still need to be individuals who come together in a partnership, not where one person is controlling or one person is telling the other what to do. And I like that you said that. A lot of those things you just said, I've been telling, you know, recently we've been doing some programs uh, at Lufkin ISD after school. Where I've been talking to kindergartners, first and second graders. We talk about healthy friendships. And what's a good friend? And it's a, it, and I think it's so important. The earlier we can start talking to these kids, the better. Even if, obviously, we're not going to talk about dating uh, to these really little ones. But we can talk about their friends because how they treat their friends is going to be a big part on how they're going to grow up and treat their romantic relationships Absolutely. later. You know? What, what can parents do to talk to their kids about this. You know, um, we can do what we can on the school level, uh, but it probably has to be more than that. And obviously you would hope that parents would be influential in teaching their kids about healthy relationships. Well, we hope so. But then you have those parents who maybe they themselves are in unhealthy relationships and maybe they don't even realize that the relationship they are in is not, not a good relationship, but actually is an abusive relationship. Yeah. And also for parents to just keep that open line of communication with their teens, because I know teenage years can be rough and they're, they're just coming to know who they are and what their own ideas are going to be. And yeah. And, and parents get frustrated. I've been there. But, well, and um, if it's anything like when I was a kid, it was so embarrassing for me to talk to my parents about, relationships. I did not want to do that. But right. it's so important for parents to do that. It it really is because even if you think they are not listening, they they are listening. Mm-hmm. Um and so we want to model those relationships for our kids and we we want to keep that line of communication open and yeah. and also um maybe you are going to be that role model um, for someone else's child. So it's not just about our own children, but other children in Very the community. Well. Yeah. Very good. And if you are a leader in any organization, you know, kids are always watching. They're watching everything we do. You would be surprised, you right? You would be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything, what can the schools do? I mean, I love it when the schools call wanting us to come talk to these students, but we can't be there every day. Like, uh, teachers and counselors and school officials can be. What do you think schools could do to promote healthy relationships with between students? I I love it when school districts bring us in as well yeah. because definitely this is something that you and I deal with on a daily basis, um, working with survivors and. Um, but I feel like as long as we are always following a rule of respect, right, mutual respect between people. So even if it's not, like you said, maybe it's not the dating relationship, but maybe it is our relationship with our friends or our coworkers mm-hmm. or even just anybody else that we come in contact with. 
is um, is is be respectful and be kind. Sure. And um, I think if we have that in all of our relationships, including our dating relationships, then we're going to be okay. Yeah. Just that mutual respect. And we don't always have to agree, but we can still respect someone else's ideas. This may be a... I don't know if this is really a good legitimate question or not, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it anyway. Dating violence amongst teens. Are there any commonalities with that and domestic violence in adults? Or do teens are there unique things amongst teens that you may not see in bad adult relationships? I think there are a lot of common yeah. Um, definitely a lot of commonality, but, but teens kind of, they have their own subculture. Um, so they're going to do, I would think more of the social media and, right. um, although we do see social media with adults as well, but definitely with teenagers, um, where they're going to, um, you know, spread those rumors throughout the school yeah. or, um, things like that, that can be so harmful, um, for young people, because that school is their world, you know, at that time, that mm-hmm. is, that is their world. And, um, so yeah, I think that kind of sets that apart. Um, whereas as an adult, maybe you would be able to kind of distance yourself from that. But as a teenager, you have to go back to that school every day. And so right. you're going to face those people where these rumors and things may have come out or, True. or someone is, um, told lies or things yeah. about you. Yeah. All right. If any, Anything else that you can think of that we really want to talk about? Um, I know this has been kind of a short conversation, but I think it's been very important, and I think it's 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 important information that we're passing along to everyone for sure. Um, I I do. I think that we need to realize that um, definitely the respect we have to respect, we have to care about other people, and we have to treat others the way that we want to be treated. So we we don't want someone to be mean to us, and we don't want to be fearful in a relationship. So we don't want to be that person who is mean to someone else yeah. or creating fear for someone else. So I feel like if if we could just, what is that, the golden rule, right? Treat someone like <laughs> we want to be treated. Yeah. Um, it seems like such an easy answer, but it's missed by so many. Yeah. That, um, and, and I feel like we need we need to understand one another and maybe try to put yourself in their shoes mm-hmm. and 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 not tolerate abuse. I think that as a culture we should not tolerate abuse towards another person. And I'm not saying we always agree with someone, I'm saying we mm-hmm. we should not tolerate it. Um, perpetrators who abuse another person um, should be prosecuted. It, it should not be permitted. We should not be hitting another person or we should not be trying to control another person um, or um, causing any type of harm. So, um, and we have to teach that to our children and we have to model that to our children. Yeah. You know, I guess I, I just, I, I, teens need to understand that time of their life when they're getting into these relationships, it needs to be a it needs to be a fun time for them, and they need to enjoy that and not be fearful if they uh, or or anything like that when they're in a relationship. You know, they need to enjoy their youth and 
Absolutely. Like, and you know? if it's if it's not a good relationship, if you're not happy in this relationship, it's not a good relationship for you. And yeah. guys, you don't have to be serious in your relationships. <laughs> Enjoy life. Be a kid. Enjoy life. Be a kid. Have fun together. You know, right. laugh and yeah. talk and enjoy, exactly. you know, things together. You don't, and... shouldn't have to worry about, is my boyfriend or girlfriend going to be jealous because I'm doing this? Or right. is this okay? Is this going to make them mad or anything like that? Absolutely. All right. Kim, thank you. I, I, I want, I'm going to tell you now, I want to have you back. February is Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. Yay. So um, I definitely want to have you back and um, talk about some more on, on this topic. And um, if anybody's listening, if you're in charge of a any type of youth, whether you're in a school or a church, uh, church youth groups, I would love to be able to talk to them um, about this topic, healthy relationships. Um Give us a call here at the Family Crisis Center, or you can email me. Uh, it's sburson, S-B-U-R-S-O-N, at F-C-C-E-T.com. Uh, either me or Kim or both of us or who knows. Uh, we can come talk to your group uh, just about healthy relationships. And we can do it, and we do make it age-appropriate. So obviously we're not going to talk uh, about sexual things to young kids. But even the little ones, we've been talking to uh, first and second graders, just about healthy friendships and what makes a good friend. And I think that's an excellent place to start uh, when we're talking about healthy relationships. So uh, again, Kim, thank you so much. And if you feel like you need our services, uh, you can give us a call. We do have a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week hotline. That number is 1-800-828-7233. And subscribe to Conversations and Connections. You can subscribe via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or the podcast service of your choice. And as always, remember, be that voice, if not for you, for someone else. Thank you.